Hello, 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 and thank you for listening to the Naked Onion Mystery Tours podcast. I am your host, Edith Ivy Rosenblatt. I have been moving around this good country, and recently I had the pleasure of traveling to Portland, Oregon to see my family. I used my sister-in-law's office to edit the last episode and record this one. Thank you to my family for taking me to see the sights of Portland and treating me with such kindness while I was there. I went to Silver Falls State Park, which was like a fairy tale. Everything was so wet and green. There was a tree stump there, which actually looked like it was a fairy condo. It even had small spider webs formed like small hammocks on the side of the tree trunk. While I was in Portland, I was able to get a podcast tattoo on my left arm. Thank you to Dead Gods Tattoo in Willamette Falls Drive in Portland, Oregon, and to Daniel for making something so beautiful. I am truly grateful. Tonight's episode has myself, Edith Ivey Rosenblatt, and Mel the Podcaster. We discuss people's belief podcasting, and of course, Taylor Swift and the Super Bowl. We also discussed past level 50 and the most recent guest, Jasmine, who is a life coach and a master of the art of not giving a fuck. Thank you to the listeners. It's been a little slow getting an episode out, but because of traveling, however, we were able to do two episodes. One is on Spotify and the other you can find in video on the Naked Onion Mystery Tours podcast YouTube channel. Yes, we have a channel and it's in the works. We are busy making this dream a reality. Here is to all of our listeners celebrating you and your dreams making them all a reality. It's never too late to be the person you always dreamed you could be. Thank you for listening to the Naked Onion Mystery Tours podcast and enjoy the show. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Been so busy today. You manifest from, right? Is doing right. things correctly. Or... Doing them correctly. But, you know, I didn't think of any of this. You know, it had to be my husband asking me, you know, what are we going to do? What are you going to do about taxes? What about? And I'm like, I don't know. And so this was for <laughs> 2023. And he's like, yes, you have to have something. And so I did talk to someone and she was like, no, you didn't make enough uh for the for 2023 so it's for 2023 it's considered uh, a hobby and so 2024 i know at the end of the year it's it's not going to be hobby um level so hopefully uh i'll be ready and i'll be like okay honey here's my paperwork here's my you know all the stuff you need because i don't want to be struggling in december you know running around wondering what i was supposed to do in january pulling your hair out right tiktoks about the government (laughs) (laughs) they want blasted government (laughs) yeah i want to do it right and if you know i hopefully i'm never audited but at least i'll have all my documentation and one thing i did learn as a teacher is to document everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That I um I got you there. Mm-hmm. I, I get I totally get it. I have to do my taxes since we're talking about taxes. I mean, Uh-oh. it is February, right? Yes. Aren't they due in April? Something like that. Yeah, unless you file for an extension. <laughs> well, you know, I mean. I'm I never have had to because mm-hmm. as a nurse I get my W2s in a timely manner. Yes. I actually got all my W2s already. I've just been traveling so I haven't really made time from I I haven't made time for my taxes you see because <laughs> I'm on vacation, darling. I'm in the <laughs> mountains, sweetie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. Who thinks about the IRS when they're out, you know, roaming around in the mountains and 
in Oregon. Yeah. Right? Nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I'm <laughs> I telling you, not a soul. I'm at home and I don't think about taxes. It's my husband that's like, hello, you're going to be struggling. You need to do something now. I'm like, oh, fine. So, What kind of teacher were you, may I ask? Elementary. I was an elementary but what, teacher. But was it history, science? No. It either. was all levels, all levels. The last five years I was in kindergarten. And so it was everything except music, art, and PE, because they went out for that, too. What yeah. kind of perspective does that give you on life? Have, you know, when you teach little ones like that, Ugh. you know, were you, were you like one of those cross your key, dot your eyes kind of no. person? <laughs> no. Or were you like, you're in kindergarten. I don't <laughs> expect you to get the T right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, it's. In kindergarten, they come in and hopefully they're potty trained and they come in with the concept of colors and numbers and letters. And my my job is to, if they're not there, to teach them the, the numbers, the colors and the, the letters. But at the end of it, to be on a reading level where they can go into first grade and, and just succeed. So... Yeah, I have to take all those minute pieces of success that they have, put it all together in this thousand, a fifteen hundred piece puzzle. Put it together and send them off to first grade. Uh, sounds, uh, it sounds daunting. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, it doesn't sound like an occupation that myself no, would be it, able to do. Exactly, and and I had to do that, you know, for twenty five different students. So. Mm. Yeah, that was hard. And then, you know, you have your five or six kids that are like, "Mm, you know, I never failed anyone because who wants to fail kindergarten? I mean, that's a lot. I I could never do that. And, and, and I would send them off to first grade with my fingers crossed, like, come on, you can do it. You know, he did okay in first. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. You do the best you can. I, I did. At the end of the day, yeah. yeah. when I watch, uh, just between you and me, okay. I don't know if I'll leave this in or not, <laughs> but I watch parents and how behaviors of their children, like they blame their child for those behaviors, like mm-hmm. misbehaving or, yeah. or things. And in all honesty, I mean, when I was a kid, there was a lot of pressure to quote unquote behave. Mm-hmm. And now I see, you know, it's just as a nurse, it's it's a lot. Parents medicate their children yeah. so they behave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they pop an iPad in front of them so they can behave at dinner. In restaurants and waiting areas, it's always, you know, we had the VCR in front of us uh, to babysit us. No, I didn't have a VCR. I had the television. But my children, that generation had the VCR. But now this generation has an iPad in front of them or the the parent's cell phone uh, to play games because... I, I always heard that. It's like, can I use your phone? Can I use your phone? Can I use your phone? And and these children come in, they have headphones on, they're not interacting at the dinner table. They are being pacified with um the internet. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and and these these individuals, these humans grow up to be adults Mm -hmm. and then they go out and then they date and then they fail at dating and fail at relationships and fail at work and fail and fail and fail and fail on so many levels because of the interaction from day one yeah and then parents are angry Mm -hmm. you know or Uh, their parent their kids are not moving out of the house it's like why you pacified me with an ipad here i am i'm gaming i don't need anybody i you know I'm here. (laughs) See what I mean? It's a lot. There's Mm -hmm. so many layers. That's why this podcast is called Naked Onion Mystery. Yeah. None of it is superficial and just, you know, maybe the taxes part is. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sure 
everybody has their own level of taxes that they have to deal with. I know with me, I am a big procrastinator and I will do anything and I will procrastinate hoping things will work out. You know, sometimes they do, but taxes never just work out. You have to work at them. You know, there, there were two years when a certain president was in office and I didn't see a dime back from my, my, uh, taxes, mm-hmm. not one dime. Yeah. And then the president changed and then here I am getting my tax money back again. I just think this is so strange mm-hmm. uh, that yeah. one individual has so much effect on your taxes. Ah, uh, that's a lot of things that were affected by each president since we've been here. I mean, that's why I don't I don't talk politics because I'm not fully educated enough to argue one part of an or another. But yeah, we've always I know my grandparents always complained about who was in office. My mother complained. And now I hear my husband, he's always complained. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I'm like that too. I shrug yeah. my shoulders and I, I'm thinking to myself, how can one individual mm-hmm. be responsible? One. Yeah. One over millions of people, millions of people are affected by one person. I don't think so. Mm-mm. It's a whole system. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, girl, I know, honey, and yeah. I'm not politically minded either. You won't hear me <laughs> say a whole lot about it. I mean, it, it's just not interesting. Mm-mm. No, and and I whatever we can compl- we can complain for days. We're not going to accomplish anything. I think it's anything. it's a limiting belief. It keeps mm-hmm. you stuck, right? I yeah. mean. You're so stuck on this one belief about this one person and you've, you, well, me, I've given them the power to dictate my entire life based on what? A belief. Yeah. Yeah. And you see it all over TikTok. People arguing and, and bad mouthing each other and, you know, their beliefs and, uh, no one out there is going to change anyone's mind by arguing in the comments section. No one's going to read a comment and go, you know, you know, with this hatred, you're right. No, it's not going to happen. Well, it brings me to a special, I really wanted to discuss this with you. There is, so now that Naked Onion Mystery Tours is getting bigger, mm-hmm. there are some bigger people coming across my my TikTok channel. And, you know, I'm very selective of who I invite. I want to, on the show, I want to stay within the realm of love and yeah. and kindness and lifting people up. And there's this one influencer, he will go unnamed because I do not agree with how he does things. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just had Mary Catherine McDonald on here and I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I want to have somebody with his energy on the show, but he was saying and he's written a book and I haven't done the deep dive and, and gotten all the information on him yet. But he was talking about vetting the person you're dating. Hmm. How you need to know everything about them. Their medical history. If they've had any, um, like, medical ill, you know, mental illness. Mm -hmm. uh, If they want children. If they um, have a nice car, a good job. Like vetting to the point where you've done a background check on this person, on the person that you're dating. But dating, like casually dating, like first, second, third date or in a relationship? First date. Oh, my God. Like right out the gate before you even go on a date with them, you need to have everything spelled out for you. And I can kind of understand a little bit, like, why would you, I guess, why would you even go on a date with somebody who doesn't have the same 
mindset as you. But mm-hmm. if you're just if you just want to go out and have fun with somebody, yeah. Do you? I mean, do you really want to go to all that trouble? Yeah, that, that's something. Like if you've dated a few people and you're like, oh, you know, and then, but if you're serious, I get it. Yeah, usually those are called the and here we go again the people who have not interacted because they've had an ipad in their face right uh they don't know how to have a conversation where questions are answered by the person to tell you yes i want kids no i don't want kids i want to live in colorado i'm not willing to move that all those are answered in a uh conversation and if the person is lying you know that's kind of telling you that you you picked the wrong person that well you should know right out the gate exactly Mm -hmm. seriously i can at 55 i can smell a lot oh yeah the eyes will tell you Uh uh-huh the the stink (laughs) that you yeah yeah but Mm -mm. all of that i'm sorry he i Maybe he's on to something uh, for men uh, searching for answers with women that they distrust. But I'm yeah, you're right. At 57, I, I would ask questions. And you know, by the time you've asked 10 questions, you know, yes or no, <laughs> if you want to pursue it or not. I've had, um, and I know you've had this happen. I had a man in his 70s ask me out. Mm -hmm. And it was very telling. It was in the doctor's office that I was working. (laughs) So that was red flag number one. Uh He asked me out in the doctor's office. So that would be a hard no. Mm -hmm. There you go. Because if you'll do that to me, you'll do it to anybody. Mm -hmm. Hold on. I drank some water. Mm. Yeah. So that was number one. Mm -hmm. And then he told me how beautiful my body was. Mm-hmm. That was red flag number two. Yeah. These are these are things that, hey, they're important to you, but they're not important to me. Right. I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody where they're so casual as to ask someone that they have just met mm-hmm. at a doctor's office. There is something wrong with that scenario. Right. I agree. And then I'm younger than you by 20 something years. Yeah. Of course Another he's going to admire your body. It's 20 years younger than his. Well, yeah. <laughs> you could take care of him. Uh, is that what he was thinking? Uh, like you said, he's either looking for a nurse <clears throat> or a purse. Or a purse. <laughs> oh, honey, he, he was having trouble standing. Oh my gosh. You know, and then and the funny thing is, it's like you're in the doctor's office. I know what's going on with you yeah. health wise. And <clears throat> that's not attractive to me. No. And also, that's related <laughs> to that TikToker. I don't know his name. There was a, he had a huge face on there. He's 70 years old and now he's ready to settle down. It's like, uh you're not alone because you know you're kind your 70 year old males are out there in doctor's offices ready to settle down it's like no no you should have thought about that 30 years ago at least well do you think let me ask you this do you think the mentality is they vibe with somebody who is immature I think so. I think that these 70-year-old men have maybe vibed with someone in their 20s and and fell in love with that vibe and and of course that woman got away but they're all they're always chasing that same type of woman, maybe the loud woman or the one that that dresses loudly or whatever it is that 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 woman was to him. They're still searching for that. And so when they see someone educated uh, with the, like here, like with a beautiful body or whatever it is that incline them to even start a conversation, I think that it's, it's them still chasing that dream of that long lost love that they did not 
succeed in, you know, 30, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. It is crazy. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I went to see Freak Bass. He's the one that did our theme song. Yeah. And I saw it, it was so cool. I saw him in Dunedin mm -hmm. and there were these, you know, I don't care. I'm there by myself. Yeah. <clears throat> Whether Freak Bass talked to me that night, it didn't make any difference to me. I was there to support him. Right. Fortunately, we got to talk mm -hmm. most of the night, which was really good. And, um, these two gentlemen were, were standing next to me and they just started talking to me and they were just two random guys and hanging out and both single and they want a relationship and stuff like that. They literally, they told me everything. Mm -hmm. And then they looked at me and they said, both of them at the same time. Are you in a relationship? Oh my gosh. Pick one of us. <laughs> and and I looked at him and I said, look at me. What do you think? Mm. And they both and and uh they both said yes. Yes. And I said, Well, you you know that already by looking at me. I am not going to be single, unfortunately. <laughs> I am not, yeah, you know, or fortunately, excuse me, not unfortunately, unfortunately for them. Yes. Yeah. The language, it's almost hopeful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, mm, step away. <laughs> oh, which brings me since we're talking about older men. Mm -hmm. So I spoke to my dad today and he told me to stay away from TikTok. Oh, because... <laughs> They're mining your information, right? Or some crap. <laughs> I don't know. And I looked, I, I said to him, I said, Dad, I promote my business on this platform. Mm -hmm. It has been the best platform to promote the podcast. Yeah. And then I said, thanks for the info. Thanks, Bye. Dad. <laughs> you oh, know what's funny? Goodness. What you just said earlier, speaking of older men. Okay. Yeah. Right now we're in our fifties and speaking of older men is like, ugh, you know, but <laughs> I remember being in my twenties and at that time, you know, meeting an older man was okay. And, but I learned early on that older men came with lots of baggage with an ex-wife, with children, with whatever it was. Bills, bills oh, problems, yeah. yeah, working a nine to five job, exactly. needing somebody to take care of them, somebody to go shopping, yes. somebody to take them to the uh. everything. But even then, I mean, I remember I was in my, I, I think I was 18 and I did meet an older man and, and it was okay if they were in their twenties. But once I was in my twenties, an older man was like, mm -mm, no, thank you. You know, that kind of, of, uh, package was not anything I was looking for. And so now here we are at this age and it's like older men are like, there's still problems, you know, but here they still want the, com the companions that are much younger than them. How about, since you're talking about that, how about when I go to the gym and I'm working out and there's this guy in his 70s. Now, I, I don't, I wear a t-shirt. I'm covered. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm covered completely from head to toe when I go in there. I don't need to be ogled. Yeah. You know, I don't want anybody interrupting my workout so they can possibly get my number. Right. I don't wear makeup. <laughs> I don't do any of that. Yeah. Really young women mm -hmm. and literally not working out, but just sitting on the machines staring. 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 <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. I remember, you know, I, I can't stand it. I was at Ross Dress for Less. And okay. at Ross, they have, like, you know, where you check out, by the windows, there's sometimes chairs. And these plastic chairs that are part of Ross, they're blue. And there was an old man sitting in one of these chairs. 
And he was just staring at women, just staring and just, you could tell he was not sitting there waiting to be uh, taken home. He was there (laughs) with an agenda. And I was so grossed out with him doing that. And I told my husband, I cannot stand what that man is doing. And he's like, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to go stare at him. He's like, oh, my God, honey, please don't do that. And as I passed by him, I stared at him with the same energy he was giving off. And I kept looking at him. I turned my head and everything. And he saw me. And he put his head down. But, you know, probably just put his head down long enough for me to walk out of the store. But it was like, gross. What was he doing? He was ogling. The customers. Just people. See, the thing is, I know what he was looking at. I saw him women bend over to get things out of the basket and he was looking at that action of the women doing that and I was so mad I it was such a busy day and you know we're out there shopping minding our own business you know embracing our own body we're you know we're not thinking about a little piece of cleavage or our butt sticking out every time we bend over to take something out of the basket. He was our tight pants. Yeah. He was just staring at the women. I saw him. We, we were in a long line and there were like six, six cashiers open. It was a really big, big Ross. And he was just like, he would just stare at one. And I was looking at him. I thought, what is he? Is, is he with this person? No. And then he would turn and he would look at another. I was like, Oh, I knew what he was doing. Cochino. You know, there's so many people on this planet. Mm-hmm. So many people. And we don't know the intentions mm-hmm. of everybody. We don't. But it, it, oh, preserving the peace within ourselves as women. Yeah. Right. Just if I had known that, I was writing the intro for today's podcast before we were even doing the podcast and in all honesty my parents taught me nothing yeah yeah zero not how to interact with people not not you know manners do help you mm-hmm. instead of doing manners for other people doing them for myself <clears throat> would help me immensely or how about sex education mm-hmm understanding the male psyche things like that my parents didn't have that kind of knowledge mm-hmm. how are they going to they came from the 40s yeah in texas oh yeah you know all of the limiting beliefs that i acquired from them you know i i didn't realize until now that i'm 55 and lost my mom and had to design my own life yeah I didn't have any clue. No, no, they didn't. They didn't help us. I know I was uh, my grandmother, I think, thought that going out with older boys, older men was ideal. And I was okay with it. I mean, they had cars, they had money that, you know, but now that I look at it, I'm like, that was so wrong. I, I didn't get to be a kid as long as I could have. And now I look and I'm like, why was, you know, why was that the ideal back then? And that was, that was in the early eighties. Oh yeah. My family was brought up in the church. So guilt and shame. We went to private school where we sat in a chapel And we were told and taught about carnal sins and lusting after, you know, lusting after other people. Well, I didn't lust after anybody. I was a kid. Yeah. But here you are implanting lust into my brain when I'm in the eighth grade. Right. Wrong. So. Oh, honey. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about Taylor Swift? with her new her boyfriend and how angry people are i know why are people so angry i i get it the ones that don't know her that don't know anything i get it they they 
just like they were watching the Grammys yesterday. And it's like, who? Who's that? Who's that? Quit watching the news. Maybe watch something else. And you'll see that there's a whole group of people out there, a whole group of entertainers that are out there that have music. With Taylor Swift, I get it. I, you know, that's that's her boyfriend. She's going to be the number one cheerleader for him. I'm not much of a football fan, so I really, I could take it or leave it. But I think we've, we've seen a lot of her in the past year just with her, her tour. And now it's we're going to see her. But, you know, hey, Super Bowl is next week. And hopefully... You know, everybody will shut up. Well, you know what? I think myself, I mean, I have an opinion on this. It shows jealousy (laughs) of people. Who cares? Who cares? That's your favorite football player. He's dating Taylor Swift. Be happy for him. Right. Or, I mean, there are people that have turned it into a political something, (laughs) right? Like... Um, and there was a woman on TikTok saying that Taylor Swift opposes, so the GOP is against gays. Yeah, I don't even know. Oh. I'm gay, so I don't really care. <laughs> anyway, and then I guess her po- politics lean very liberal. Mm-hmm. But she's an advocate for literally every now about it. No, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's taking it too far. It's just let their relationship be, you know, if they make it great, if they don't, you know, she'll be writing songs about him. So, you know, leave her alone. Oh, yeah. My God. I I swear she needs to have as much fun as she she possibly can. I've never seen someone that young work that hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I was able to, if our listeners get a chance watch a watch a concert yeah i mean it's not some when i was 23 years old i could barely find my ass (laughs) with both my hands i couldn't reach back there and find it but you know what's amazing is is the people attending these concerts are not just attending just in their like i'm here for a concert no they are like they are prepared they are they're living the concert they they come in dressed as the songs or the what a lyric and they're interacting with each other with their all of the paraphernalia that they bring in the bracelets or whatever it is that they're giving to each other they know the lyrics it's not just oh let me go sit down and watch this concert no there. It's a love fest. It is. It really is. It is when you her fans, and and I'm not I'm not like this. a major Taylor Swift fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not. No. But I can appreciate a woman who writes really deliberate, wonderful songs, and then the people in the audience know the songs word for word, just like you're saying. They celebrate. The situation, like, um, you know, my daughter flew from North Carolina to go see a Taylor Swift show somewhere. I mean, it might have been here in Portland. I don't even know. And, I mean, to hear her talk. Mm-hmm. And and this kid is, she's, she's an educated human. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have anything to do with that. Okay. No. And she made she made the decision to go see this concert and see this woman and love Taylor Swift exactly like you're saying, got a nice hotel room and went and watched the show, mm-hmm. knew every single song exactly like you're saying. Yeah. And not not only do they know the songs, they know why that song was written they know who that song was about and they know exactly what she went through when she wrote that song everybody has done all their investigations and they know the they know the foundations of of what her songs are about and that's that's a fan and but what the people that are um out there making it political making it a hate show uh 
I just, they don't understand. They don't want to understand. And all they do is they're just spewing out what they hear. They hear a part of it. And then, because there's people on TikTok that, that come on and say, well, I didn't like this. Well, someone else is like, yeah, I didn't either. And so that just, you know, just goes on and on. The, the fire starts, the, the, the Kindle starts. And so there it goes. It's by the time you know it, it's just a big old forest fire. But it's codependency at its finest, yeah. would you say? Yeah. Yeah. It's so sad that there's people that they like to be out there hating and then spreading it and using the energy that they have to have a great day or to make someone's day. And that's what they're do They choose to do instead. Bad vibes, mm -hmm. man. And no one wants to be around it. Love to love people in their space and celebrate them mm -hmm. as much as possible. And, and then I'll move on to the next person. Exactly. <laughs> and if there's, if I find that I can't love anything about a specific person, I move on. I don't need to make other people dislike this person. I just need to just move on. That's what we need. I to mean, do. if I had to, even, even my exes in my life, I, in my lowest vibing space, I, I have been angry at them. Mm -hmm. All of them. Of course. Yeah. And now I'm just like, well, they only knew what they knew when they knew it. Oh, there you go. Mm hmm. They didn't know. Mm -mm. Just like I didn't know. No. And we all grow and figure it out. But by then we've moved on. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I still, I can't say poor Taylor Swift. Uh -uh. No. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for that girl no. at all. She can handle it. She can. She's handling hey, it. Any press is, is good press. Yeah. I mean, they were out <laughs> there criticizing her curls. How she, how dare she go out on the field with curly hair? It's like, uh, hello, do you not realize that so many people have curly hair? And we would, I would go down on the field like that with curly hair. I didn't understand what the, like, she, there was that one TikToker. She's like, oh, I cannot believe she was. It's like, uh, really? She's a woman. That's her boyfriend. They won. She's happy. Shut up. Well, guess what? Well, <laughs> I went out of the house and I didn't even brush my hair this there morning. There you go. You see? <laughs> I did not. I just walked to Starbucks from my brother's house here in Portland mm -hmm. to work on on the the beginning of the show, mm -hmm. to write the beginning of the show. I was sitting in Starbucks. I had nappy hair because it's raining. Yeah. I'm not doing my hair exactly. for rain. Mm-mm. No. And what happened? Nobody said anything because nobody cares. No one cares. And besides that, everybody in there had shitty hair, just like me. <laughs> shitty they hair. They all look like care. shit. Every last person. And some of them even had hats on. There you go. You see? Oh, there are. You know what? I just refuse at this late stage of the game <laughs> to give a good goddamn <laughs> about anything. Yeah. So. It's, let mm. people be just let them be if you don't like taylor swift don't watch her if she yeah. bothers you don't watch super bowl that's your choice and i don't watch <laughs> any of the regular news i don't watch any news channel if if something happens it's like i'll go to tiktok and if it, i don't find anything i will find a way i'll look it up but I do not sit there and watch story after story. After story. After story. After, I can't. Uh -uh. My brain can't handle it. Uh -uh. I mean, I'm reading a book. I want you to know. I got audible.com when when um, Mary Catherine McDonald was on the mm -hmm. show. And I ordered a book. Here, let me. It's called, I'm Glad My Mom Died. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to read it. Yes. Yeah, so you got the book. I'm so, is it I'm so glad or I'm glad? I'm glad my mom died. Yeah. You know, I agree with that title. I do because I, I am glad my mom died when she died because now in 2024, my mom would not have been able to do anything by herself. She would not have been able to pump gas 
pain with a check. She would not have survived technology. And yeah. So yeah, I sound terrible, but it's the truth. She, she went at the right time and she was really sick. So yeah. And my mom was the same. My mom smoked cigarettes for years and years Mm -hmm. and I was horribly codependent. And that's what the book is about. I was so codependent on everything she did. She'd smoke and I'd just be so angry at her. Like, why are you smoking? Instead of, I'm just going to stay away from you and not breathe around you. I love you where (laughs) you are. But But stay on your side. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. But it's Uh... Jeanette McCurdy is the author of that book. And I'll let you know. I'll let you know how it is. Uh, is it a brand new book? A new, or is it something that's been out for a while? Do you know? I think it is newer because I had to buy it. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> Unbroken was something that w- when I got Audible, mm-hmm. it was automatically, you can get credits for books. Yeah. Or you can just buy them outright. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I had a, I think I had a credit. no I bought Unbroken Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I bought it but there are some titles like Ready Player One that I'm also reading with your subscription which is like $15 a month look at me plugging are you going I'm sorry but are we doing a commercial here are they paying you they better be paying me (laughs) I'm gonna call them today (laughs) come on Audible (laughs) let Edith run an ad for you (laughs) I know I gotta figure that out Try Audible books. Well, it is easier because when you're ADHD like myself and you've got a hundred million irons mm-hmm. in the fire, mm-hmm. it's it's nice because uh especially here in Portland, I walk. Yeah. You know, place to place. You can ride the bu- bus, you can Uber too, which it but it's really expensive. But uh, the bus stop is literally up at the corner. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, listening to Audible is just perfect. Right? (laughs) Right? It's really great. I'm on the bus. I'm listening to Audible. (laughs) I'm calling them today and letting them know I did a plug. Yeah, yeah, and, and you need to to uh, <laughs> on the bio. Oh, right, put it in the bio. <laughs> yeah, put all their info in the bio. Exactly, they're gonna be like, "What? We didn't pay for this." It's not not yet, but you can. But you can. <laughs> I'll work on that. That that's something I need to work on. Yeah, but I'll definitely do in do it in Florida where it's flatter. Mm, okay i'm telling you honey who needs pilates with these mountains i've been walking oh, on no i know my yeah. butt you could bounce a quarter off of it Ooh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> who needs a gym membership just yeah. walk around the house that's it <laughs> i wonder how many listeners we have from portland oh that'd be cool if they did reach out i know it mm-hmm. i would love that yeah, if they would all tell you exactly where they're from. I hey, listeners, please let us know exactly where you're you're listening from. We we would love to know. Yes. We have the analytics on the website, but it just says USA. Yes, that doesn't help. No. It's like I mean, on mine it has like Belgium and Netherlands and Russia and I'm yeah. like, "Really?" Yep. <laughs> It's nuts. Yep. <laughs> Canada. Oh yeah. And, you know we've got we've got a few can- Canadian listeners. That. Thank cool. you to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> thank you Canada. Yeah. And thank you to all of our Spotify followers. We appreciate you so yeah. much. And others. The and others. others. And of others. course, others. <laughs> Our home is Spotify, but um, we're moving into Amazon Prime, yeah. which I, I love. Yeah. And uh, Other it's, it's exciting because we're getting bigger. <laughs> I love it's it. It's just growing like an onion, just more and more, more and more. That's layers. right. <laughs> my little onion seeds <laughs> and my mushroom blossoms. There you go. Do you know that we have 102 episodes? Really? 
How is that possible? Wow. Yes. yes. We're on season three. I know, I know that you and coach weren't around for season one, mm-hmm. but for two and three, definitely. Yep. That's awesome. I love being a part of this and uh, I appreciate that your topics are not just, I mean, yes, we are just talking, but it, it's, it so pertains to what's going on out there as far as adults, children, people spreading love, people spreading hate. You know, we have to bring it all. It all has to be brought to the light. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, suffering comes. One thing I learned about suffering, it all comes down to me. Mm-hmm. If I'm suffering, it's all because of me. No one has created the suffering within me. I have attached myself to a belief I've anchored myself there and I won't let myself out of it yeah and a lot of people and that's what the naked onion is about and and I appreciate having you on here because there's more insight mm-hmm. every guest that has been on the show with us has brought insight and and I've grown exponentially from it mm-hmm. and I've gotten messages from our listeners that believe the same and it's it's a different perspective yeah one that you've never thought of it's, right. it's like you don't have to hate anybody Mm-mm. you don't have to be angry at anybody you don't have to lose it on anybody you don't have to just let your peace go and vomit all over someone yeah that's true yeah oh man that is awesome we did it Good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you notice I changed my picture? Yes. Yes. Yes, I, I changed it. Mm-hmm. When is the next, uh, when can our listeners expect the next uh, past level 50 episode out? Well, it's funny that you say that. Tomorrow I will be recording with my friend Jasmine. And Jasmine has her podcast already she is a podcaster. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jasmine will be on the show on on past level 50. Jasmine will be on the show on past level 50 tomorrow. We're going to record. She is so funny. She and we've had lunch together and dinner together. And we've talked about recording and tomorrow's the day. I haven't been recording because I, I want this to be the next episode already a podcaster and I will share everything with you. And it's going to be amazing. You will be laughing you'll be nodding your head you'll be questioning your own belief system good that good Mm -hmm. that's what i want yes that's what i want when i listen to a podcast i want to listen to other perspectives besides mine i know and and watch the belief system exactly and she brings it all and we've we've had so many we've eaten together uh she made me try indian food we and I've made her. Uh, well, she loves this Mexican place that we go to, but we we go and and then we we focus on that. If I'm going through something, you know, she focuses on this, and so we have been through a lot. But we really um, that whole pot being podcasters brought us together where we know we want to record. And she's here in town too, so yeah, it's gonna be great. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I, my definition of friendships have even changed. I just, I'm going to touch base on this for a second. It's, there are no narcissistic people anymore Hmm. for me. Okay. There are only different belief systems. Oh, okay. Yeah, entirely. So (laughs) if it doesn't match mine, then I just won't be around it. Right. That's what you exactly. And that's the whole Taylor Swift thing. That's the ex-husband's thing. That's friendship. That's podcasting. It's it's everywhere. And that's true. It's a choice to just 
remove yourself from the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I no love that. Right, no mm-hmm. wrong. No this. Mm-hmm. No that. That yeah. that bogs things down with beliefs. Right. Mm-hmm. So, wow, it's been amazing with yes, you. Yes, it has always, and I look forward to you and Jasmine being out in the latest episode of past Past level level 50 50. yay (laughs) (laughs) all right we did excellent peace out and word to your mom bye bye hey guys this is edith and i'm sending a shout out because i'd like to hear more from you i want to know what's going on in your mind i want to know how you feel I want to know the subjects that you want to hear on a podcast. Please feel free to send me an email or comment after the show. The email is nomtpodcast at gmail.com. No caps and no special characters. Everybody come on, let's get down.